Alright, well, welcome to Soul Speak, where real talk, real soul. I'm Tristan. I'm Tyler. Hey, it's Ty. Hi, and I'm DJ. Yeah, so we got a new, uh, brand new guest speaker this week. His name is DJ. He's Tyler's brother here. What's up? What's up? Came all the way from out of state to be with us today. So, welcome, DJ. Uh, yeah, sorry for the uh, break, guys. Um, everybody's been on vacation, but glad to be back today. Yeah, you know, the summer weather, been trying to... And enjoy before school starts and this old corona bullshit. Hey, I've been I delivering know. fucking pizza. I don't know what they're talking about. Hey, I've also <laughs> been delivering pizza, but vacationing at the same time. It's kind of weird. But anyway, today uh, we're going to dive into the realm of psychedelics. Um, just basically in general talking about mushrooms, LSD, DMT, uh, ayahuasca, peyote, the whole list. Um, we don't necessarily have experiences with all of these, but we will try our best to describe what each one of them are. Yeah. And just and you know let let get let y'all know exactly what you'd be getting into if you decided to to take these substances. This is like a little blurb, you know, just a couple words to describe the experience and what it's been used for in the past. Precisely, precisely. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're gonna start off with like I would say. Let's talk about some peyote because uh, peyote and ayahuasca are, are the more traditionally used um, hallucinogens throughout history. They're, they're definitely the ones that more Native Americans and tribal peoples have used. Um, they're, they're definitely a more visual hallucinogen than, than I would say mushrooms would typically be. It's just like mushrooms on steroids, really. You mm-hmm. kind of... They're typically yeah. known for their side effects as well, though. Yes, they do also make you throw up. So if you decide, hey, I want to take some ayahuasca, know that you that you will puke, and that is okay. You'll be okay afterwards, and you'll still have an amazing Dude, time. Dude, I have a huge phobia of vomit, and I'm willing to throw up to try it. I don't care. I'm ready. My body is ready. Isaac was talking about getting an RV and taking a road trip all the way to... New Mexico and tripping and doing peyote out there and doing yeah. spirit walk. Do uh, well, when I was stationed out there, we had civilian guys that would go out there and they take the trip and they said it wasn't bad. They they you got a spirit guide. They basically wander in a safe zone. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd be willing to try that. That that that's how that's how I would like to try it as as guided by an actual like shaman or or, or you know a tribalist that that actually knows what they're doing and can and can guide you through the trip and enhance it while you're doing it because I feel like that's how you get the most out of that experience. You know, I like I don't I wouldn't want to waste that potential experience just by being dumb like I am with mushrooms and just fucking, you know. Which you should not be dumb with. We're not advocating being dumb with mushrooms. There's definitely a certain cultural, especially heavy spiritual attachment to them. I guess because they are so strong. Yeah, Yeah, apparently like they use it to contact their ancestors and reach the people of the dead. That's how how they did their spirit walks. Like like, like if you've ever seen, you know, old westerns or just like like I heard about uh, any Native American spirit walks, this is actually what they would do. They, they would make ayahuasca around their campfires and when these young young men were turning into adults for the first time they would take this ayahuasca and and, and go with a shaman into the forest and he would guide him to see his ancestors and all this stuff and and it, and it really is moving like the like like native americans did this for for centuries and still do it to this day like you know like that it has a very like a very large cultural impact and a very large you know mental impact on on people that take it 
You know, it's it's not like like a normal drug necessarily. Like it really does have a full impact on, and it's a crazy experience that that lasts forever. I mean, so I wouldn't want like I wouldn't want to waste that. You know. No, that's for sure. Like it's not. It's not like an everyday kind of thing, you know. You don't just stumble across something like that, and exactly. and to go the extra mile to get the full immersion to really push yourself to really, I, I think it's a, it, even if you're not a very spiritual person, there's you gotta feel something, especially like with a full spirit guy with the full nine, you know. I mean that's that's a hell of an experience. I that's something that I very much would look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely something not to do on one's own time or by themselves. No hallucinogen or anything that alters the mind should be done by themselves. Correct. Unless I feel confidence at the strongest point. You should always have someone that that is sober and culpable take care of you whenever you are tripping on anything, whether it be a mild hallucinogen or the extreme DMT, whatever it is, just always be safe. But speaking of the DMT, that like ayahuasca and peyote are actually mild substances, mild versions of the chemical DMT, which is one of the most powerful hallucinogens, if not the most powerful hallucinogen that that we know of today. I mean, DMT is some crazy shit. It's literally 15 minutes of going into a parallel dimension and seeing aliens like <laughs> See, talking to god and shit yeah, exactly. like like dmt dmt is basically what made moses see god yeah the most like, the most interesting thing about dmt to me is how we produce it in our body one and then two it is apparently the death hormone whenever we die dmt is released in our bodies and it causes mm-hmm. us to to flash and see our whole life yeah. Such as the i.e. the white light people see when they die. Yeah, it's it, it's produced in our livers. Which like, kind of scares me though. I'm not gonna lie. That it is intimidating. Like that's some keep you awake at night type of shit. <laughs> like what the fuck am I about to see in these 15 minutes that can't move, can't do nothing? It's well, the, the crazy thing, the cra- the craziest thing I guess that I've that I've heard about DMT. I've, I haven't experienced it myself. I would love to, but. Is that everybody generally has the same visual visions? Yes. It's like it, it's, it's all they, the same kind they of. They always describe like these four-dimensional figures that whether they're they're usually jesters or like clowns or or just these shadow creatures or, or like these small aliens. Those are usually like the four ways people describe. But it's always described as those four things. Yeah. And that's what's crazy to me is like no other psychedelic that I know of makes you see the exact same thing as somebody no, consistent. else. Consistent. Not with that. Yeah. Consistent. Not without the consistency. Yeah. Like like. Like even with the stigma behind it, it's everybody. And you know everybody reacts differently. I'm sure there's somebody that doesn't fall into one of the four because I know somebody's gonna be like um. I didn't see tiny aliens. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's always a variant, but in general, that's like the what shape these like morph. And it's crazy that they're all there's always some type of creature that like kind of guides your trip for you. Like that's like that's what's wild is that is that something is there always. Like whether you trip the, for the first time on DMT or the tenth, there's gonna be some weird figure that like follows you around during your trip. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. Like, 
Like, I've never had a mushroom experience that was exactly like a, a previous one, you know, or like somebody else's, you know. True. True, true. Something similar to that actually is a salvia. Salvia is something that you can... <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no. That was the only time I had like five minutes of me just sitting still going, why does it feel like everybody's spaghetti? Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, someone like I was close to told, had the uh, story of salvia. And the funny thing about it was it used to be sold in gas stations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I got it from a smoke shop. Yeah, wild, wild. And apparently what salvia does is... Um, you should definitely look up a YouTube video called How to Garden on It's like a three minute video that is worth the watch. It's called How to Garden on Salvia. Very but, but pretty much, you take a little bit of this salvia, which I'm not sure exactly what it is. I've never done it or it's seen a it. It's a, it. it's a plant. It, it looks uh, it looks like flake. I mean, it looks like yeah. light green plant material. You know, yeah. It is literally a cousin to lavender. Hmm. That's hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you stick it it's, in a bowl. It's a type of sage. Yep. You, you stick yeah. it in a bowl, bomb, pipe, whatever it may be. You hit it for the first time, hold it in the draw for at least five to ten seconds, let it out. You hit it again, hold it in the draw for at least 15 seconds, and then that, that last draw hold in when you go to puff out. It sends you into another world where it kind of like it's semi-paralyzation and you can't move for five to ten minutes. And some people can wake out, wake up out of it profusely sweating, like, oh, my God, what the fuck did I see? Like, it, it can it can from what I've heard, it can array de- depending on the person some people do it, it casually it too. Was, some people do do it casually yeah right. it was a uh, it was an interesting I, trip it was it I'm was sure it was interesting it was just we all had three different experiences three different visualizations three different moments and they all lasted between four to eight minutes i think was the longest one of us lasted mine was about five mm-hmm. and i remember coming too and it was just kind of a weird wake moment you're in a cold clammy state and you're just like in, not in shock but just everything's like what happened <laughs> yeah the person i knew said as soon as they woke up because when they during it their kind of visuals was everybody turning the bats and he was the baseball bat and for some reason bats baseball bat he, he had to hit him and like <laughs> and whenever he came to he had to go run in the shower cool down because everybody's or and uh, uh not res- uh, remembering it to the team but uh and then his buddy had the exact opposite of a trip like fell over sideways they thought he was having a seizure and then he came to and he was like never again no 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 i'm not doing that so it's definitely uh there's a reason why they took it off the shelves yeah see i was told it would just make me giggle a lot really that's like it'll make you giggle oh okay no no i saw spaghetti everything turned to spaghetti It's like when they See, they, they used to sell spiced weed at the damn oh yeah they yeah. grocery yeah. I mean not grocery stores but the damn tobacco shops and shit basically Man. just what random plant material sprayed yeah <laughs> this is one one of the like a really fun fact about salvia is they have like since it is a variant of sage they used to burn sage and, and like like literal salvia in cat and like cathedrals during catholic mass they would literally go around with a bowl of sage on fire salvia and just get the entire row of people high as balls while they were fucking praying to god 
I mean, like, that's like the buy-in, yeah, living yeah, up yeah. the top of the hill hey. uh, and using the damn uh, cocoa plant and getting high and all their rituals and whatnot. Exactly. Like, like, like if you why why just you know sit there and try and talk to God when you can see Him? <laughs> that was the big push for illegal, legalizing uh, across a lot of the European countries with, mm-hmm. during the rise of Catholicism. They had to control how to access who could speak to God, and that was where the money was, where the power was, so you could influence, because you were the only one who could give divine right. Right. Sorry, not the tangent. Perfect. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's, where, that's pretty good. We can go down that rabbit hole. Well, way off topic before I forget, way out of left field, I feel like i got to give an honorable mention yeah, to right. Sudoka. Hmm. I don't know. Oh my <laughs> god. Just talking about flames. Yeah. Oh my god. This is not a psychedelic, but no, not even close. Mm. It's just really good backer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Arabian tobacco. Been around mm. apparently since the 14th century. I don't recommend looking into it. It is called Doka though. Because you will hit it and be like, oh my gosh, that was the best. Ten seconds. I gotta do it again, and then it turns into the worst ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a 50/50 chance that you look like a ghost and vomit everywhere. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, it's just super strong tobacco. It's it's bas- it's hookah tobacco. You're supposed to put it in a hookah and smoke it out of that. But basically, if you put it in a bong with weed and hit that and and just rip the bong, it gives you the fucking biggest nicotine buzz of your fucking life. It'll make you sit back in your chair and sweat for a minute. It's like I 100% do not recommend trying it. But yeah, I do. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, um. It's used, to, like, there's no case studies, no medical studies proving any of the harmful side effects on it, even though it's history and how long it's been around. And some people have theories it can be used as, like, a caffeine, as similar to what caffeine is, as a little booster in the morning. Because whenever you hit it and take a strong hit, my theory is that, like, it cuts the oxygen circulation off to your brain. And then once it like revamps and catches back up, you get the uh, oxfor, what's the word? Like, it's slipping me where you get high from the oxygen re-entering your brain. Uh, yeah, the asphyxiation. Yeah, and I th- I'm pretty pretty sure that's the cause of why you get such a head rush on dopamine. But regardless, I had a lot of fun with Doka. I mean, while the time lasted, yes, for sure. And yeah. it's a cool little party trick to pull out and fuck people up with. But <laughs> True. Anybody that walks in there, I bet you can't give me no nicotine buzz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You uh, can fuck. Yeah. You pull was, out some stuff a redneck can't pronunciate. Here we go. Yeah. It, it we was, had a couple people try that on us, and it didn't work. We, we've broken all of them. So. Yeah, it was some initiation shit for sure. It was like, you, you ever smoke doka? No. Well, you like nicotine? Yeah. You want any more? <laughs> <laughs> you want to be scarred for life? <laughs> yeah, we'll, right. we'll get rid of that cigarette fix real quick. Let's roll a cone of doka. Oh, my oh, God. We've, do, we've done that before. Rolled, rolled out a block. cigarette uh, like the, and played like roulette with the cigarettes. Somebody picked the one filled with doka. <laughs> it, it was Matt. Yeah, Matt, Matt got the doka. <laughs> Apparently, the filter like takes away a lot of the like hit, hard-hitting throat uh, hit of the doka, so it wasn't as bad. But it's still not Yeah, I remember when y'all were smoking that. I was like, I'll pass. Yeah. I, I watched y'all die a little. Yeah. Man, yeah, you, you kind of just slump your, you slump your head. You have that moment of like, 
<laughs> and really, then, everything does kind of like vibrate a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Your and entire you just body just, yeah, your entire body just starts fucking shit like tingling, <laughs> and you just want to sit down and fucking stay there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you look up, you're like, that was awesome <laughs> yeah my college freshman year roommate showed me that shit and jesus where we were we did we went to the bathroom too many times because that was what you had to do in the dorm and oh it was crazy oh god Great. i don't miss bathroom smoking i don't we would put 11 12 people in that fucking dorm bathroom dog <laughs> There's been a, a lot of crazy st- stories in the dorms. Hell, that's when oh, I tried my God. first psychedelic, honestly. That's when we tried acid together. Yeah. I tried my first time alone in the dorm, and then a couple weeks later, I called Tyler, and I was like, hey, man, I got a couple times to that. I said, you want to do it with me? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Restless history. Rest history. That's from God. I got to say, my first trip on acid, like LSD, what will be our next thing I guess we'll go into since it's brought up now. Um, that's why, that's the whole point. <laughs> just start talking about it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, carrying on. Um, Carry on. I did, it didn't even, the night didn't even mean to happen. It was not planned at all. Um, I was hanging out doing some pledge ship things uh and we were supposed to set a stand outside and wait for ticket sales all night just because the older guys didn't want to do it so it was like all right cool we'll sit here and do this and somebody offered up later in the night uh does anyone want some tabs and my ass coming from a hillbilly ass little hick town i thought he was talking about some laura tabs or something and he was i was like how much were they he said fifteen dollars, so I, I was like, okay, that's that's a little high, but if we're gonna be here all night, might as well, okay? So, needless to say, I found out we're actually taking shifts, so my shift was over, I, so I didn't even have to be there anymore. But I said, all right, fuck it, let's go and do this anyway. I already said, yeah. Bars. I pull up and he hands me a gum wrapper. Apparently, this is how it's commonly dealt on the street. If you find it in a gum wrapper, fold it up. And at this point, I was like, this isn't pills. <laughs> Maybe, and, and, and I knew it had to be an hallucinogenic. And that's when it came to realization, stamps, LSD. I opened up, saw it. And, and the first thing that popped in my mind was to figure out how the fuck to take it. True. Like, the safety You're part of me. At it. Yeah, the safety part of me, like, kicked in real fucking quick. And I asked the dude, I was like, how much of this do I take, like, how like how much is this like give me the details run me by real quick because i did not know this was happening but i'm already going through with it so let's go and it turned out to be do not do this at home by the way (laughs) do not do this be prepared do not jump into situations you are not prepared for unless you're with people that know what they're doing but that's Few and far between. Go ahead. Yeah. And uh, one stamp was 250 microliters, and that's how the dosage, like microliters, is the unit uh, used to measure measure the dosage of LSD. And I had a stamp and a half, so in total that was 375. Well, I go back to my dorm, and uh, my roommate was had a little bit of experience in it, and I was like, all right, dude, so how much of this do I actually take? Like, be real with me. And he was like, well, if you don't fucking know, just take half of it, and if you don't feel anything, take the other half. So I was like, all right, fuck it, simple enough, simple enough. And this already 
one in the morning on a Monday morning. And <laughs> I take half of it and I only give it 30, 45 minutes and I don't feel anything. And it was only 30 and 45 to 45 minutes. So I take the other fucking half. And I'm just sitting here waiting for something to happen. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to feel shit. It wasn't enough. It was fake, whatever. I'm watching ballers on the TV. And then I'm looking up, and I knew something was kicking in when the fucking rock went, went from his skin color to purple and was morphing shapes. And I was like, okay, I got to turn this off. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I need to find something to do, some way to, like, control this. Like, shit's kicking up fast. My, you can feel your heart rate rising. That's and facts. So I just went with the first things I knew what to do on, like, tripping on the psychedelic. And that was listen to music. Like, that was the first thing that popped up, first thing that you normally see when you look up things to do. And put in my AirPods. I was on my dorm bed, literally rolling in circles to the beats of the songs, like just couldn't control my movements, just feeling the music, just enjoying myself. And then after that ended, that little spur, because I kind of woke up my roommate a little bit, <laughs> knocking around, and uh, I get to the desk and I write out my goals for the whole year, like on some inspirational type shit. It had me going. Like, typically every time I tripped, I would rearrange my room for some reason. It just gave me a little bit of an energy burst. And then I sat down, and I did the one thing you should never do, and that is look in a mirror while I you're on a list of things. was the one thing you should 100% do. Most, <laughs> it makes me look like a cartoon on character. Anything, anywhere else you look up, it says not to be at, take it at your own risk. Like, yeah, I've done all three times. Like, I, I mean, I enjoyed warning. mine. Like, mine wasn't a bad experience. I look cartoony. It's cool. Yeah, fair, I sat down and looked warning. at mine. It will, like, that is probably what will Just mess look with yourself your in the brain. Face. It will, yeah, that, that's what will mess with your brain the most. Like, if you're not prepared to do that, don't do it. Like, that's, like, the last thing. You, like, if you're like, oh, cool, I, like, I think this is really cool. Turn the lights off. I should off. try the mirror. Spin around that's three the, times. That's, like, the last thing that should come to your mind. But Bloody if you Mary. think you're okay... Then definitely do it. It's yeah, you crazy. should like. You'll get stuck. Like you'll look in the it's mirror. It's definitely something minutes. you could have fun with if you're in the right mindset and and a, like, like you could see fireworks. Like fortunately enough, I had a Rihanna poster behind me and she was neon colors, smoking a joint, and I literally saw her jump off the wall and start dancing around the room in the background, and it was some of the coolest shit I think I've ever seen to this day, and and. I gotta say, I did end up missing class that morning because I did not prepare correctly. And this is where the trip kind of like, it didn't go completely south, but it took a little toll because I was like, oh shit, I missed a math class. I gotta drop out. Like college is over with, I missed class. <laughs> and like, I'm like, oh fuck, what do I fucking do? And I make the, like, the biggest fucking mistake of thinking without being able, without sleep, and coming down to drive the target to go make myself feel better and shop a little bit. <laughs> you know, spend a little money. I buy a fucking clock and I call some of my buddies up. We go get some food and I just talk and end my trip. And I and then I sleep for, I swear, 12 to 14 hours. Yep. And it was like, that was LSD. It, it was definitely... 
It, you get a week's worth of emotions. It does. It does. In it, 12 hours. It's kind of weird, too. Like, you peak two or three really good times, and then it kind of sputters out. That's why I really like to smoke on the back end of it. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm past my second, third big peak, that's when it's golden to smoke. Because then you're able to eat. You actually, it helps me. I'm able to sleep sooner. It makes that experience it's the perfect amount of time. It makes it go down to like seven hours. I think was like from tip to top. Mm-hmm. And for a little, and for a little bit of like cool history about LSD, Tim Leary, who's considered the father of LSD, what um, invented it slash discovered it in the 1960s, maybe no 70s. Sorry, 76. I'm pretty sure it was. Um, and when they had found it. They had actually, the government took took LSD and began using it on as a brainwash mechanism to try and brainwash people, and it ended up showing not to work, and became to the point where they could see it could cause a revelation. People believe like it, it can awaken you, open your eyes, and at that point they thought it, it was dangerous because it could inspire someone to stand up truly believe in what they're saying and it could be potentially dangerous for the government and the military so they, they cut that one out of studies or at least so they say and then this was also during the hippie generation so the hippies picked it up and henceforth made the move and it's only picking up more and more nowadays so true especially with now they're like finding different ways to transmit it like you've got liquid psilocybin which is something that like just now came yeah. around yeah. so there's like, a whole other thing that's that's mushrooms though which... i know but i'm talking about just like in any just in the hallucinogen world yeah. honestly oh, there's where so there's so many new advancements oh, yeah. it's oh, unbelievable yeah. i mean you go look at a like an older movie about acid it's the paper tabs every single time but there's so many different ways to trip now yeah, you oh, and it's, it's mind-boggling acid's been around in europe and england oh, yeah. for fucking god knows like for um wow the best acid i ever took was off a gummy yeah England's crazy about drugs. They take fucking everything. Yeah, you like you can you can take LSD acid in many different ways. It can come in gummy shape, uh, like a a liquid drop on a gummy, or the co- most common way is a sheet of stamps with serrated uh, edges to let you know dosage counts. It's soaked in the acid, and it's a simple lab. Or not really simple. You gotta you gotta know your chemical compounds. But if you if you if you know your chemical compounds, it is something that can be constructed in the lab. And because of that, it's seen as potentially dangerous. Yeah. But be very careful with with who you get your acid from, and and, and knowing that it is acid too, because there are a lot of research chemicals out there that are a lot like acid, but are not. So you really need to be careful and know that it is LSD you are taking, not a research chemical. Because, like he said, it is so easy to manufacture in a lab that yes. people will make derivatives of acid. Again, they're called research chemicals, and like there's different kinds. But ultimately, they just they just make you make your trip different. Like 
not necessarily worse, not necessarily better. Some are good, some it's are bad. It's a toss-up. They're experimental. But yeah, yeah, they're experimental. That's why you should always make sure you know where you're getting them from because acid should be 100% safe. But research chemicals, you don't know. So you always want to make sure you know and, and at least be, like try and test it. Because yeah. there are test kits. You can, you can know for sure. Yeah, and for and if you know, being man-made or uh, lab constructed bothers people, and you know, or if it just the intensity and the fact that it lasts longer than most other psychedelics, um, then mushrooms is definitely the next next move to go from that one. Hey, putting chemicals in your body. Try mushrooms. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Well, you get the strongest chemicals that's been around since the beginning of time. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, I've, lo- I've never tripped on acid, but I fucking love tripping on mushrooms. I mean, that's it, it is literally a euphoric state of mind for six to eight hours. And, and, and like, it, it is indescribable, like, like every hallucinogenic trip. But, I mean, like, you see just bright, vivid colors. I mean... Your mood in general is just fucking like like through the roof. You're so happy, just just for no reason. Like just because you took a couple little little fungi, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, eight hours of pure fucking bliss. Yeah. Why are mushrooms so much fun? Because it's a fun such guy. a fun guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Man, that joke was a trip. Really <laughs> yeah, they uh. They really were mellow. They, they that's really what well, yeah, the, awesome, yeah, the ultimate description is you just wanna ah, and relax and kind of look around. Everything kind of shimmers, it's shiny, it's bright. It's oh, with I mean everything's just kind of weirdly bubbly for a moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you were telling us earlier that you used to make like mushroom tea. Yeah, yeah. When we go, uh, I go and actually flip the pies that from the cows and wash them off, and come back and we steep them. And not quite boiling water like hot water but not boiling water for about 15 to 20 minutes maybe a little bit longer if you use more caps but then you just you just douse it with something that would make the taste better <laughs> usually uh, we did a lot of honey and sometimes lemon juice mm-hmm. and just a small cup it didn't take much because I mean we, we make pots big pots I don't know probably half a gallon at a time <laughs> and that would last us pretty much you know, six, seven days. So did you guys go and pick it yourselves or did you buy them off somebody? No, we went out actually into the fields because when we do it, it would be when I'd go visit family down in uh, uh, South Alabama. And they had huge acreage of cows. Mm. And they had they would always have them out there and I would just go out at night when everybody was asleep. I mean, it's middle of the night. No one really bothered me in the country. So I'd just go out there and find an, you know, the right one and dry and kick it and flip it and if i got lucky that and uh eventually we did get a uv light and that was the other thing Much they more. will they will light up like yeah the blue will show yeah, up, they will up like yeah. so the it did not was always pretty common or easy to find to like know what she was looking for oh yeah yeah it wasn't too uh actually that hard to find because when i started getting like interested in it i i was i think the first time i was 14 yeah, I was 14 the first time that I figured it out, and it's because, I mean, funny enough, my, my dad talked about, you know, he talked to me about drugs and all this stuff, and he was very open, yeah. you know, was very much like, uh, well, this is, you know, where you would find it, you know, he was 
he was like, this is, you know, avoid this mushroom. This is what it'll do to you. Uh, avoid it for now. Yeah. <laughs> It'll get a little older. Right. Yeah. It's like it. alcohol. You know, yeah. every parent's like, oh, yeah, it's an adult drink. Don't don't try this now. It'll do this to you. But we'll, well, there was a stigma on mushrooms for a while, there. but continue. Yeah, no, it was, that was my first anything. Other, like, I maybe had a couple of six sips of alcohol before that. That was my first actual experience with anything at all. And it was... It was nice. It That's was, bonkers. It I just, bet that was crazy. That's one giant leap. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of was. I mean, once we kind of figured out what to do, I mean, it just, we would sit out there and just kind of lay back and watch. Because, I mean, there's no lights. I mean, there's no lights. It's the middle of nowhere. The nearest city is 30, 40 miles away. You could see the Milky Way edge, and you would just watch it. Just, <laughs> there was nothing. You wouldn't want to do anything, but just watch it. I'm uh, genuinely curious. How did you guys figure out the process? Uh, well, I went online. Okay. Google wasn't admitted, but you you still okay. knew you had Ask Jeeves, you had. Uh, That's true. Let's I didn't see. think about Ask Jeeves. Yeah. There were a couple of man, it's been so long. I can't remember some of the sites that we used to use. But yeah, we would uh, use a couple of them, find out like what little information there was trickled in the internet. We put true. it together fairly quickly. It wasn't a hard process, and then. We, uh, well, we never, if I remember correctly, you and your group of friends were pretty smart for the most part. Pretty resourceful fellows. Uh, we were sneaky. Kind True. Of. <laughs> Respect. Hey, that's the type of smart. We guy. had uh, overbearing parents, so we were like, how are we going to do this? All right, when no one's looking. Straight cool. parents make yes. sneaky kids. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. Big, big facts. Yeah, like... For what you did, picking mushrooms, like I'm glad y'all did have the capabilities of having the information right there at hand or the availability to try and piece it all together. Yeah. Because the biggest issue most people have with picking themselves is not knowing like if it's poisonous oh, or not. Yeah. Oh that yeah, that's the biggest issue. Like, cause because you never like unless you know what you're looking for, mushrooms are very difficult. Like, and even just finding edible mushrooms is difficult because there's so many different types of fungi. I mean. Literally, one mushroom can look exactly the same as another. One's poisonous, one's not. Yeah, you have no I'm idea looking under until cow you know shit. What you're yeah, no, that that's the other thing. Uh, with the fact that my dad, when we he pointed out, gave me the example. I mean, I understand he was trying to inform me to stay away, but kind of really informed me to what to look out for because he he told me all the information about it. He's like, this is what you need to look for. Watch out for it. Don't touch it. Don't yeah. try to eat it. And that's pretty much the only way you can really learn with, with plants and fungus is, is, is by someone showing you hands-on, hey, this is what you need to look for. This is what this looks like. I mean, the databases are being built now, but back in the day, there was the unlucky like, uh, fellow who had to go around and pick them, pick them up out the ground, the and be like, it. "Oh, this one, this one doesn't make you do anything, and it's not edible." And then he does. And and then you've got the one village idiot that eats the mushroom off the log and trips his fucking balls off. Yeah, apparently it was a huge part of a lot of farmers' diets. Like it would go grow in the cow pastures and they put them in their spaghetti um, and there's a theory that um humans actually evolved from primates due due to mushroom consumption we used to eat shit literal literal shit when we were primates well we'd eat the things growing out the well shit. yeah but we'd still eat the shit and there would be you know mushrooms growing out and would, some of them would be psychedelic and there's like it's not necessarily you know a wide hell theory but there's well, it's, it's that do a, believe it is a current forming theory. Yeah, it, it, it's believed that primates use these or took these uh, psychedelic mushrooms, and that in turn 
basically grew our brains and, and, and helped form the neural connections that we have in our brains that make us as smart as we are as human beings today instead of like primates today. Yeah. which is a crazy theory like it, it, it make it honestly does have some backing to it because there is scientific research that psychedelic mushrooms um, are linked to what's called neurogenesis in your brain which is literally um, making new connections from through neurons in your brain that have, that have either decayed or slowly like ceased to fire because throughout aging throughout the aging process whenever you you know throughout your daily life all of your neurons slowly start shutting down you don't necessarily have all of the synapses you do when you when you were born but these mushrooms actually help create those like recreate those connections and and let those synapses fire again which is astounding i mean we've we don't really know of anything else that can do that yeah which is insane yeah like it's yet to be disproven in any case study of it not doing so and even in the cases of like people having bad trips or saying like they would never do mushrooms again they would never say that it the trip as a whole affected their daily life at all or is go, it changed them as a person at all if if anything it, it let them know things about themselves that they need to change but they don't need to experience yeah. mushrooms again there was a there was a long-term case study done i think in the either the 70s or the 80s where they took a group of people and they and they gave them psychedelic mushrooms and and they told like the i, I think seven out of the ten had um had a good trip and so they they like checked in back with all these 10 people three the three of which that had a bad trip after two years completely forgot about their trip but 20 years after having a good trip the seven people that did still could rec could recall and and had fond memories of of their experience 20 years later i nice. mean that's insane like just like so if you really think about it like yeah you could have a bad experience for eight hours of your life, but you could either learn something from that or just completely forget about it. Or you could have a literal life-changing experience that changes the way you see your everyday surroundings. But with that being said, there are also tips and precautions and measures that should be taking place in order to prevent and bad trips because they they yes like just because they were mentioned does not mean they have to happen at all yes, like you do not have to have a bad trip like if you if you trip enough you you will have one like that's probably inevitable but but typically like the best thing to do to fight a bad trip is just go into it with the right mindset if you before you take the mushrooms if you just like if you just have it in your mind that you're gonna have the best eight hours of your life and that you'll come out of it you know feeling amazing and, and, and having a great experience, that's exactly what you'll do. If you go in and scared and thinking that you're gonna have a bad trip or you're worried about something, that's when you do end up having a bad trip is because you have something in your in your head that's just like, you know, that, that, that you, that's messing with you, that, that, that's constantly, that you're worrying about. And I feel like that's the main the, problem. The thing that works out best for me it, leading into a trip is to, Find out what you want to do, 
like uh, like activities to do yeah and then find out what you want to gain from the trip like what you want to talk about what parts of yourself like give yourself some map questions yeah yeah Yeah, like if you want because when i was introduced to mushrooms like when it was first spoken to me it was described as a spiritual journey uh for the person who had taken it and like they had used it and found parts of themselves they wouldn't have known about without it and to me that was like holy shit it sounded like the next step like part of the evolution theory like holy shit I, I could find out things about myself that I don't know until I take this so why would I not want to try and take this yeah and and I ended up first time I, I like take I've done it that through bad trips honestly but. yeah first time I took it I had like one of the best trips ever it, it was it was pretty nice it was after um, a hard day construction work weekend finally hit we had the opportunity to um, buy them from our local dealer and yeah this was actually me and Ty together this is my first trip as well yeah so we we take these and we decide all right we're gonna go to my grandma's swimming pool and we gonna we gonna bust it out and enjoy this water for hours oh my god that was the best fucking time it really was like we lay we both laid in inner tubes had our had our hair like floating in the edge of the water and when you look up at the sky it can it feels like you're just floating through the sky oh, it, it was amazing it, the sky went from bright blue to a, a lavender a dark lavender purple it, it was the beautiful color change it was a solid color change like a whole filter lens just put in the sky mm-hmm. it was but amazing we we had started tripping like a couple hours before the sun went down and when when it's when it really started because we we got into the pool like probably what 15 20 minutes after we took it took it we smoked we smoked and then got yeah we hit moon rock yeah Yeah. we hit we that's right we hit some moon rocks yeah and it like it caused it caused it to came so fucking fast like we got got in the water like i was in there for 30 minutes I, i was like i was high as fuck but i didn't really know i was tripping yet and then all of a sudden the sun starts going down and the whole sky just turns this this beautiful shade of bright pink like and and just melds in with the top of the sky that's this like i mean te- like no cloud in the sky perfect teal just blends in together it literally looked like i was like waking up in a swimming pool in gta vice city i mean that's that's the only way i can describe it is is the sunset in, Vi- in vice city it was it was incredible and all the trees just start swaying in the wind. Just everything is so, like, so beautiful on on mushrooms, especially that first trip that I had. I mean, like, like all that, like the best thing I can describe. I was just so in tune with nature. I mean, that's that's how I feel every time I take mushrooms. It's just like, like I love being outside. Like I hate being cold. That's the worst thing on mushrooms. You want to be warm. Oh yeah. Just wrapped up in a blanket or like feeling the sun on your skin is the most is the most incredible feeling. Yeah. Biggest tip: stay cozy and comfortable. Cozy. Yes. That'll be your best. Friend. Always keep some water on you. Yeah. Invest in a oh, yeah. snuggie. No, yeah. That, that's the big thing. Always water. I, we had cotton mouth for water. Days. Oh, yeah. You'll Always. sweat too. Because you won't want to eat. You won't want to do anything and else. So you got And your heart rate does increase just like on acid, like like on any psychedelic, your heart rate will increase. So just yeah. So you're not having a heart attack, I promise. Yes, Maybe. but if you have heart problems, be very wary. Yes. Do not take do not, huge amounts. Yeah, do not. If you have a, a history of heart heart problems, heart disease, Please consult a doctor. Yes. 
Or just don't take it. Like, if you've ever had, like, heart palpitations or anything like that, you you obviously know your limits. Please. But just talking about it. Man, just if you don't die, you might as well do I DMT. Can, yeah. Yeah. Doctor, hey, can I, uh, can I take these shrooms I found in my backyard? Well, I mean, they're being <laughs> FDA tested right now, and honestly, in my opinion, I think they'll be federally approved before marijuana will be. They well, because, right. because the there's actual people. health benefit, like it's not the PTSD actual. angle for me. Yeah. The health benefit, yeah, the health benefits are coming in so much quicker and can help a, a wider range. It fast. is so, it, it's, it's, it's already been clinically proven to help with PTSD. Mm-hmm. It's helped, it's depression. clinically proven, like depression, anxiety. And it's being helped in Alzheimer's to repair uh, yeah. the lost synapses due to the disease. Yeah, yeah neurogenic, like, like even, like, because if they get to you in time like with with early onset alzheimer's before like you start really get like if if they can like if you have a history of, of alzheimer's and they get you checked out and before you start having like symptoms if you if they give you micro doses of mushrooms it can like actually stave off alzheimer's and prevent you from having having symptoms for years i mean just just that alone is insane like i have a lot of people in my family with alzheimer's and that's like that's incredible news like i know one day i'm going to lose my mind so just knowing that taking shrooms like can help me keep that for another 10 years is awesome yeah i mean it's 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 got a lot of uses i mean and and chronic clinical bad depressed like people that there's nothing that's worked depression it's been shown that even one dose has an effect it has exactly. a, a a effect that it, they suddenly do those chemicals that have been denied flowing through those nerve synapses are suddenly going and it just it has applications that are just a, a really interesting and i think awesome mm-hmm. it's also been shown to curb addiction as well it's been not like for uh cocaine and heroin it's opium known, yeah any opium and and it's been known to to at least help um, with with addiction and withdrawals, which is again like I I, I cannot say enough about the the me- the benefits of of mushrooms. It's just insane. How but much- just like anything else, it's still a drug, and anything and just like anything yes, else, it should also be done in moderation. Yeah. But just a flashback, I, it came back to me. I can't believe I didn't think about it earlier. But the first time I actually took mushrooms, I was like, God, fifteen or. 15 no 16 and I was with some close relatives and they decided that they had they they had asked me if I wanted to try a tiny piece of this little chocolate dipped mushroom and I started asking a couple questions and turned out to be a psychedelic mushroom and I had let's say I mean it was 0.4 of a gram not enough to do anything crazy. I didn't even change any visuals or have any like color change or anything like that. But when it started kicking in my system, um, my, um, one of them was talking to me and we were, we were in the kitchen and for, I missed his whole story. Didn't, didn't even know what the hell he was talking about. Didn't, didn't matter to me. I was bent over the sink a little bit with my head over my arm, propping up on my arm. And he goes, Ty, you good? And I and I finally like cake up and lean up in this moment. And I'm like, yeah, man. But dude, I just seen some of the craziest shit. Like, I swear it was like the matrix in my head. I was 3D manipulating. Like I had ones and zeros pulling up. 
I was able to like change the floor, the walls, like like I was moving things in my head. He was in creation mode. Yeah, like <laughs> it was some of the craziest things I had ever himself. thought about. Oh God. Yeah. And then from then on, I didn't try it until all the way up in, into being in college. But it was it was still, it, it definitely piqued my interest for me to have to jump in the world. It definitely, that's what also sparked my research to get me ready for my first times. I, you never do anything without doing the proper research, especially yes, something like always this. be careful with any any substance you take, even prescription substances. If it's given to you by a doctor, like just make sure it's okay. But definitely uh, go onto soulspeak.tv and check out the blogs. Uh, I have a couple of links up for a couple of like uh, web pages that allow you to you know check descriptions of certain uh plants there's even one i think it's called like my cup or you'll have to check the blog i don't have it pulled up on me right this second but it's um you can go through and find based off specific regions which specific um strain they will have where it will grow uh the, how it will look description everything it is a useful tool to use if you're going to grow out and handpick it. And then there's also a blog out there that will show you how to dry it yourself and store it for later use. So check those out if those seem interesting. All right. And I think that about wraps up this episode of our Psychedelic Soul Speak. Thank you very much, DJ, for joining us tonight. I appreciate it. It was fun. Oh, yeah. Interesting stories. I love to hear a fellow shroomer. Oh, yeah. Shroomer. Well, as, uh, as we pointed out, we're all fun guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, uh, next week, be looking forward to our episode about uh, diseases. We're going to be getting into just, like, COVID updates, uh, different diseases that are actually popping back up. Uh, if you haven't heard, bubonic plague. STDs. STDs. Everybody <laughs> loves the studs. STDs nuts. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, we'll be talking about, you know, STDs, cancer, stuff like that. So <laughs> stay, stay tuned.